of that dreadful period in our history when the South African Native Lands Act was passed in 1913. And as Sol Polaki uttered these historic words, I quote, awaking on Friday morning, June 20th, in 1913, the South African native found himself not actually a slave, but a paria in the land of his birth, close quote. Unfortunately, despite giant leaps since the dawn of our democracy, land alienation and land hunger and the need to advance land reform and land restitution still remains with us. You will recall, honorable members, that the Portfolio Committee on Agricultural and Reform and Rural Development kick-started its week-long oversight visit to Guayu in the Eastern Cape, where there is a contestation on land ownership. The committee first met with His Majesty King Dalimvula and the Matanzima royal family uh, in Khoda, uh, that is the Western Timberland, where it had from the late Nkosingangom Shaba, the historical account of the displacement of communities from Kwachu. Thereafter, the committee was briefed by the national and provincial departments of agriculture, land reform and rural development. The committee heard from the ministry and the department, uh, particularly from Honorable Squatcher, that the work of the department was hindered by violence and threats against officials by some of the members of the community when it attempted to do research by visiting households in the area to gather information. The committee, honorable members, also heard that there was no legitimate communal property association in Kwachu, and that the department had tried to intervene to meet with the members of the community, but that was unsuccessful. We were also informed that when the department visited Kwachu, in order to determine who are the rightful land rights holders, it was found that there were people who had their own agenda to own the land with the intentions of using it for their own benefit. The Commission of Restitution of Land Rights informed the committee that there were land claims for Kwaikyo from Amachacho Traditional Council. However, the commission discovered that the land claims did not meet the 1913 cutoff date. Honorable members, the former farm workers and labor tenants also have beneficial occupation rights to the land. The committee heard that the status quo in Kwaikyo is complex, but with the assistance of the Department of COCTA, Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs, which confirmed the land belongs to Amachacho Traditional Council, 
since the coronation of the chief in 1982. We therefore, honorable members, want to reiterate, as we did during our oversight, that the rejection of claims of, uh, on land uh, by any of the communities throughout the landscape of South Africa to their ancestral land on the basis of the 1913 cutoff date is a gross injustice to the people of uh, Kwaku and uh, rural communities throughout South Africa. And that the 1913 cutoff date must be reviewed, uh, reviewed for the benefit of our people and our communities. I therefore want to take this opportunity in welcoming uh, the DG and the officials of the department to take us through the responses or mapping a way forward in terms of uh, giving to the portfolio committee an update on the implementation of the plan to re revitalize Guayu farms and responses to the recommendations which were made by the portfolio committee uh, on the oversight visit report to Guayu farms in the Eastern Cape. I now hand over to the DG, Ntate Ramasodi. You may proceed. Um, thank you very much, Honorable Chair and Honorable Members of the Portfolio Committee on Agriculture, Land Reform and Rural Development. And let me also thank the MDAPA, who's also on the platform um, for the engagements today. Um, Chair, as you had uh, articulated the issues, um, one would not add, um, but also thank the opportunity that we had to visit Guaju and also take um, a very good oral history from the late king, uh, from the late chief Nkosi Namuntla Matanzi on the issues that are plaguing Guaju and the issues that should be as part and parcel of the land rights inquiry in that area. Chair had also raised an issue around the cut of date of 1913, which is something that has got to be looked at from a perimeter. Um, outside the department, I think in engagements of the portfolio committee um, with the minister and um, the engagements on how do we deal with that issue. We are now going to give a presentation on um, the, the work that has been done post the visit of the portfolio committee to Guaju. I have got to say it has been one of those difficult tasks especially in terms of engagements uh, based on the hostilities that are there in the area. And part of our report would reflect on this. We also reflect on the, the work that we have done uh, as instructed by um, the portfolio committee to have a multidisciplinary team that would look at a plethora of issues and how far we have progressed on those issues. We will also reflect on the recommendations that were made by the Portfolio Committee on Agricultural and Reform and Rural Development and how we are processing um, those areas. With that, I would like to request that, uh, that Ralph uh, projects the um, uh, presentation 
And what I will do, uh, Honorable Chair, because um, the person who um, we had tasked to report had already done a report, but I will talk to the report so that it, 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 it reflects on the issues that we, we, we as a department were supposed to do. Thank you very much. If you can go to the beginning of the slides, please. Um, I've just gone through the outline for the presentation. If we can go to the next one. Um, the background, I think, as um, uh, painted, was already painted by um, the Honorable Chair of this Portfolio Committee and summarizing. Can we go on to the um, presentation mode, please, in the Ralph, and go to slide three? Um, we, we reflect on the oversight that was conducted by this portfolio committee uh, on agriculture land reform and rural development in the area of Waju um, from the 31st of January 2022 to the 4th of February 2022. We, we have taken the, the engagement, starting from engagements with the traditional leadership in the area and also engaging with the community on the issues that um, we have had. Subsequent to that, um, we had as a department, honorable members submitted uh, two documents that were requested by this portfolio committee. The first one was the land audit report of 2015, which um, was uh, compressed with the land rights inquiry of 2017. That document was submitted in March of this year and gave a reflection of how the department would um, have done that uh, inquiry and also the audit. However, what was very important at that stage was to also realize that the, for us in order to conclude the land rights inquiry, we needed to also go back um, to the community and validate some of the areas that we have had. One of the areas that we also had to validate was the oral history that we were given by Ngozi, Matanzi, on the issue around Amachachu and how this would need to be reflected in that land rights inquiry. Because at that stage, as um, the presentation was made, uh, Honorable Chair would uh, recall that the work that was done um, would have been devoid of this uh, good oral history that we had. We also made sure that, uh, Honorable Chair, uh, on uh, bullet number four, that we have got a narrative report that reflects on the work that we have done. And I think for me, um, that is a reflection in terms of the, the, the work done. Now, this presentation takes into consideration all of the areas around Annex A uh, on a one-on-one -on -one basis. I will then do that presentation, Chair, and having looked at these issues and having had a reflection on that. Uh, there are areas where, Chair, I, I may just have to talk to the issues and um, ensure that um, there is a better way of following. I think in Annex A, um, it reflects even better because you, you have got a recommendation and the recommendation will have a response, but for the purpose of um, ensuring that we, we can show it, um, we have separated the re re recommendation and the responses, but in essence, if you read them side by side, they read better. And I think that uh, um, honorable members who have got the report, um, that's the way that I will go through that report for ease of reference. Now, when we look at recommendation, the first recommendation or 6.1 in terms of the report that we have um, from, from, from ourselves was that 
the department in collaboration with the department of cooperative governance and traditional affairs at both national and provincial level must provide clarity with regard to the ownership and allocation of virtual farms or the lack thereof to amateur to traditional council at the time of the re-establishment um, of the of the recognition sorry about that uh, with the noise behind uh, honorable chair um, there is an event of um, celebrating the role of women in the department we are just sorting it out um, there's a little bit of noise sorry about that the we the, the the portfolio committee had advised that this matter must also be reported to parliament around the outcomes of the process now i'd like to reflect uh, honorable chair that um, the 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 virtual land rights action plan was drafted and concluded and Next slide.
what we call the lens and the 